Yep, it's the Jeremy Webisodes Podcast. Here we go! Skiddly diddly diddly middly diddly diddly middly diddly diddly middly diddly diddly middly diddly 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 boat. Did it all by myself that time, right? Yeah. I thought about chiming in, then I was like, I don't like it. You're so adamant about your yeah. hatred for the skittily. I don't know. I don't know. It just it just doesn't doesn't work for me. <sighs> really breaks my little heart. Welcome to the show, ladies and gentlemen. This is, in fact, the Jeremy Webisodes podcast, where I continuously do the skittily, regardless of Ryan's opinion about my it. My feelings. Uh, we are in the studio tonight, remiss in that we are missing Mr. Joss McGinty. Well, we're not missing him. <laughs> no, that's putting it. Oh. But... We are excited to welcome back once again into the studio, Mr. James Kelly. Thank you and so James much. James has brought with him once again Art, a member of nice. his band. He's the one that says Art like that. Kind of sounds like a walrus. And I'll drink to that. Some mm. two uh, new faces in the room tonight <laughs> that James has brought us. Um, and uh, would you like to introduce yourselves? First, we, we have this fine gentleman over here in the raccoon hat. You got, oh, yes. Anybody that wears a raccoon hat, you got to take them real seriously just right off the bat. <laughs> <laughs> right? Because yeah. you don't just, you know, you don't wear that unless you mean it. Yeah. So in the raccoon yeah, hat. Yeah, you just got to own it. You do. Sir, what is your name? I'm uh, Van Booth. Van Booth. Welcome, sir. Yes, We have heard you. a lot about you, and I'm, I'm very happy to meet you. And Hopefully good. Hopefully not too support. bad. <laughs> yeah, no, all, all very good. Um, welcome, and we have over here this fine gentleman. Lee Waters. Lee Waters. Welcome, sir. Thank you very and much. Lee, Lee is the president of Freedom Sings USA. Is that correct? Yes, sir. Awesome. And you guys, uh, Van and Lee, both literally just like got into town. Yes, just a few hours ago. We popped in, took a shower, took a nap, and then we came here. <laughs> Drove from Chattanooga, Tennessee. Yes. Yes, sir. Well, thank you again for being here. And I know uh, that's that's a long trip. How long did it take you guys? Oh, goodness. You we do left. it all in we, one we, fell we, swoop? We, no, we, we, we took our time. Uh, Lee's never been out west before. He's never been west of uh, uh, Fort Worth, Texas. Oh, okay. wow. And so we left, actually, I, we, I left Friday and picked him up, and then we left Saturday for my house, and we just we spent days just checking out national forests national very parks. cool i stayed at a, a, one of my soldiers house in uh, texas um we barely missed some uh, pretty bad storms and yeah, we had quite an adventure you seen the pacific out. yet he yeah. has never seen the pacific ocean okay still so we're gonna have to tomorrow yes. we're gonna have to get him out down there and yes. toss him in it or something yeah be fine with yeah. me yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well cool man it's welcome, cold welcome yeah it is it's, it's a common misnomer that the pacific you know sunny southern california like surf city usa the water ain't warm that's <laughs> no. weird we gotta, wake you up. Yeah, everybody you think you know from the east coast like goes in the atlantic and it's like nice you oh know, yeah m- most of the time and then they're like pacific it's gotta be warm right it's no. damn right tropical out here yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's cool so i take it you you have been out here before oh yes man. sir yes yes many times well welcome back again and the reason what brings you guys out here this time is that something we touched on last time when james was here mm. is you guys have a big event coming up for freedom sings this coming saturday yes. at the swallows inn first time ever on the west coast we're excited about it right. tell, you know, us, yeah, been... tell us about it so yeah so um 
James, I've been I've been friends with him for years. And, you know, he usually comes out to Tennessee, and we just have a great time. And you know, we 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 uh, we all meet up. It's it's like a reunion. And sometimes we forget we're there to raise money. You know, we're just all getting back together, and we raise a little bit of money. And James, you know, for this time on Memorial Day, he's like, "Hey, why don't we do it out here this time?" I was like, "Heck yeah!" And I think Al Al Jarvis was like, "Heck yeah!" You know, let's do it. Let's see what happens. So just to touch on it again. What is Freedom Sings USA? Either one of you guys feel field this one. Yeah, uh, just to talk about it a little bit about what it is you guys do. So Freedom Sings USA, they um, they uh, we pair v- uh, songwriters from Nashville with uh, with veterans to help them get their stories out in song. Some guys have a hard time, um, and they they actually did that for me. That's how I came aboard with them. You know, I always say, I always tell Lee, you know, this program literally saved my life. You know, when I retired from Army in 2016, you know, I felt lost. A lot of guys. You know, when they retire, they um, or you know, or served in combat or whatever, uh, they lose a lot of them. It seems like they lose a sense of purpose. You know, me, the army's been my whole adult life. That's all I know. You know, now here I'm 40. I'm a civilian for the first time in my life. You know, and you're searching for something and kind of fell into a slump. You know, I did several tours in Iraq. I had those issues, and it just kind of felt lost. And I tuned into a radio one time at Charlie Daniels, who's a who's been a good friend of mine for many years. I actually tuned in to hear him perform. He had donated his time slot to Freedom Sings USA and had veterans coming on with these songwriters, and they were doing songs. And I was listening in, and I was like, wow. And some of these songs just punched me in the gut because they were saying what I was feeling. And I was like, let me check these folks out. And that was back in 2017, and I linked up with them, and I went – I went and saw them at a, at a brewery. They were doing a showcase with all these veterans. And um, I just I snuck in there and kind of sat in a corner. And that's the day I met Don Goodman, who's a big songwriter, wrote many, many beautiful hit songs. And he saw, he saw me, and he, he came up and said, hey, are you a veteran? I said, well, yeah, how do you know? He goes, son, we've been doing this long enough to know. Invited me out to a retreat in Nashville on Music Row. I had no idea what I was even going to do. I was like, hey, you know, I'm not a songwriter or anything. He's like, well, everybody has a story to tell. Everybody has a story. And I'd lost a lot of my buddies in Iraq and my best friend Bo um, Hicks. And uh, so I said, until that morning, that morning when I showed up, I was like, okay, I'm going to do a song about him. And so that's what came out of that for me. I was able to get a lot of the things I was feeling out, and it helped helped me open up myself. And from then on, it just kept leading to great things. One of the songwriters told me, be bold and unforeseen forces that come to your aid. And, um, and, and I just am so thankful for this organization. So I'm always trying to do whatever I can to give back to it. You talked earlier when, when we were getting set up in here, I, I mentioned that you looked like you knew your way around a microphone and you said that you'd been on some radio shows and yes. stuff before. Was that with Freedom Sings or you said something about doing a walk? Yeah, yeah. So uh, this program had been so good to me. A few months after I did that song, you know, doing that song was amazing because I got to meet his family because of that song. I didn't know Bo Hicks' family. I knew of him because of what Bo had told me about him. And after I wrote the song, then I, I said, I wanted, my whole goal is to get this song to that family. And I had, didn't know how I was going to do it. And one night, on the, it was the fifth anniversary of his passing, I drove out through the night to South Carolina, took the song with me, and I said, you know what, I'm going to sit at his grave site. Just on this day, uh, November 16th, I'm just going to – I brought a six-pack of beer. I'm going to sit here all day so he's not alone that day. And up walks a man that morning. I got there at sunrise, popped my first beer. This man walks up, 
and he, I was like, he looks like a ghost. I was like, he looked just like Bo. And I said, uh, do you, I thought he was just a veteran, and he is a veteran. But he walked up and stood next to me and didn't say anything. I said, did you know Bo too? He goes, yeah, I'm his uncle. And I was wow. like, holy moly. And so we, we talked. We stood there at Bo's gravesite, and we talked for like two hours. Then he invited me out to meet his grandmother, Mimi, who actually raised him, the patriarch. And had I not went that time, had I not done that, I would have never met her because she passed away a, a few months after that. Oh, wow. But I got to, he, he had me come out, and I got to see her. And um, just uh, it was a very long emotional day. And I was so overwhelmed with it. I called the CEO, and I was like, this program saves lives. This program saved me. And a few months later, out of the blue, I was like, hey, I want to do something to give back to this organization, I decided to do a walk across the country, coast to coast. Wow! Yeah, and it took so coast me to lot. coast. Yes, yeah, sir. Wow! Where where do you start? Where I started right that? here. I started. You guys know where Veterans Park is next to Swallows? Yeah, okay. I literally took my first step there. That's oh, where I started. Wow, that is very. Cool. That's the first step, and that was the first day I met James. I mean, uh-huh. all these connections happened. I right met from James the, that day. Right from the park to right the from Swallows. The park. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I went from Swallows to the park. The yeah, yeah, back to the, the park. <laughs> so it started and, and at Knuckleheads. And yeah. you, know, you know, San Clemente. Uh, Welcome was, to our world. I know. That was a wild day that first day. There was like 30, I don't know. There was a Korean War veteran who walked with me, and he, he kept up with I mean, he was like leading us. I mean, where do you, what? so where do you even <clears throat> head from there? You, you, so I had no idea what I was doing. It took, actually, it took me longer to plan the walk than actually execute it. So March of 2018, I just announced it, and I was like, "Oh, now that I've thrown it out there, yeah, now, now I gotta I do, do it. it. Now, <laughs> I, now I gotta plan. I gotta oh, wait a minute. Okay, so the first thing I did, I, I reached out. And I said, because um, there was a lot of symbolism to it. I said, I reached out to my buddies and I said, "Hey, um, I need a guitar." And um, they're like, "Okay, yeah, you don't really play guitar and all that." I was like, "No, I want to carry a guitar across the country. I want to take all the strings off of it." And so it was symbolism. So every, I said, my goal was to do 3,000 miles. I don't care how I do it, 3,000 miles. Every 500 miles that I walk, I'll add a, I'll put a string on. So that symbolizing it's healing as it's going, like I am. Mm. It's a therapeutic pilgrimage. Very cool. And so every string I'd put on, and then not only that, but I had people sign it, put stickers on mm-hmm. it all the way across the nation. I That's wish I'd have brought cool. it to show, show yeah. it to you guys. Cool. You know, and so when I you know finished in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, and I actually had some of the uh, songwriters and some of the uh, veterans of Freedom Sings put that final string on. I think Steve Dean put the fifth one on in Chattanooga, you know. So as I went, I just, you know, that was, so it kept me focused and it kept my goal. And I look at the guitar and say, okay, that's another string added. And then six strings that equal three, you know, 3,000 miles. And how long did it take you? It took me over 10 months. Wow. You know, I took my time. I didn't really, I didn't set a schedule. I didn't say, well, this is my end date. You know, I did have it in my mind. But I didn't know what was going to happen. Every day I woke up was a, I was excited because I didn't know what I was going to see around the next corner. I didn't plan anything. I didn't set up hotel stays along the way. I self-funded my entire walk. I mean, I was. That was my next question: was how much of it were you in hotels every night, or were you camping Not, some along yeah, the way? So or? a thousand miles, like a thousand miles of my walk was in the desert. Yeah, I, I was. Know. I mean, how do you know where you're going to finish that night? There even is a hotel. I, yeah, I, mean, I don't it's know. Kind of where every I camped end, right end. on the side of the road. Like, wow. I, I pushed a cart. You know, I have really bad back and knee issues from my service in Iraq and everything and 20 years of service. So um, after I got the guitar, then I started researching carts. Like I, I was like, I got to push or pull something because I got to put all my water in it, all my yeah. food in it, my camping gear, cooking material, all of that stuff. And I spent a whole year assembling all that little by little. I reached out and said, okay, and 
it just grew. I reached out to people who had done through walks before, mm. and the things they told me I, I would never thought of. They're like, yeah. okay, you have to alternate the sides of the road you walk on because the road's kind of slanted. Yeah. If you walk on one side too long, you'll break bones in your feet. You know, you have to alternate you wow. have to, because of pressure on your yeah. legs. Uh, the socks you wear, the the type of powder, I had no idea, and that stuff was just gold for me to complete this thing. It was amazing. I reached out to a lot of people. I mean, I would have never have thought. Did you have any bad experiences along the way? I mean, anybody uh, you trying know, to rob you or anything like no, that? No, I, I, I did. I have. I had in my mind uh, threat levels, you know, in mind, and 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 ideas what to do. Uh, my girlfriend who supported my entire walk behind the scenes. I mean, she's amazing because, I mean, who else would you meet, you know, two weeks after you meet her, like, oh, by the way, I'm going to go walk across America. I'm yeah. going to be gone for a year. Yeah. And she's, yeah. she's like, okay, cool. And she's stuck with it, you That's know. Amazing. She's amazing. And But she she had an app so she could see me moving in lifetime. You know, we had all the, I had security measures set up. Um, I didn't really tell people where I was at live. Mm-hmm. She could see me live. Yeah. But a lot of times I would, you know, I took over 10,000 pictures and I posted a lot about it. But a lot of times it was after the fact after I left, you know, because I did have people, you know, uh, strange, you know, strange things. They go, hey, I want to come and walk with you. And I had to be careful with a lot of these things because yeah, sure. you don't know. And I've already had researched stories of what happened to other people. You know, some people attach themselves to you and they, you know, they want something and they, you know, and I, it was like, hey, you know, this is a therapeutic pilgrimage. Yeah, you, know, you kind of on your half own. of this walk is for me to heal. Yeah, and you know, I'm trying to alleviate stress, not create it. Right, you know. <laughs> so, and then you know, and then the other part was to do whatever I could to raise money for Freedom Sings USA and to bring awareness to veteran suicide. You know, 22 veterans a day commit suicide. It's a travesty, and so I just wanted to bring awareness to it. Um, that's where the media came in. You know, I had, uh, Emily, she, my girlfriend, she reached out ahead of me and made contacts and I had a media packet, all that stuff. And so I didn't force it. The people came to me who wanted to and, you know, Fox News came to me and they interviewed me. And so it was just whoever wanted to, but it, it was just to get the message out, you know. And when, I'm sorry, when did you say that was? Uh, February 2019, I uh, stepped off. Okay. February 23rd, and I ended on New Year's Eve. So it was quite the party to bring in 2020. Wow. You know, so it was, it was amazing. Um, First thing I did, like literally when I ended, um, I had the Patriot Guard riders. You know, I'd walked all over the sides of the roads and everything. Yeah, I mean, any injuries? No. Well, I had, um, I had, I, I got, I got a bed, a couple bed bug bites in Wichita. And it was horrible. <laughs> it was horrible, and it itched so bad. Uh, I actually had to go to see a doctor. Oh, one, yeah. one of my bites was getting infected because I kept itching it, you know. And and I and I made it to Kansas City and got it looked at. That was the only really bad thing that happened so it took bummer. me off see my feet were my tires and being in the infantry we walk everywhere so i already knew from 20 years of training my feet are my tires without my feet yeah. this thing doesn't happen so i did everything i could take care of my feet i mean that was like almost as important as water and so i was very very cognizant of it i had certain things like i wouldn't walk at night there's hundreds and hundreds of cars passing yeah. me a day yeah. you know and it's like every single day you know cars so there was you know don't walk at night don't do this don't do certain things and I was I, I stealth camped, so you know I'd be out and I'd look around, no cars, and then I'd push my car off into the woods or into the desert, right when it's getting dark. Sometimes I camp out right in the middle of a town, no one even knew I was there. I got there after dark, laid out my camp. I was gone before daylight, yeah. you know. So every no, day, every day was different. You weren't doing fires and stuff. No, I didn't do fires. I didn't do any of that. Uh, I think I maybe had two campfires wow. out of the three. I think it was the three hundred twelve days that I walked, maybe two campfires, and that was just. I was out in the desert, and I, you know, 
It was cold, and it was like, yeah, it looked a little fire. Other than that, it was for security. That's amazing. That's that's quite a feat. Yeah, there's yeah. so many stories. I'm actually writing a book about it right now, and to you know, and to talk about all. I met some amazing people, and the reason it I didn't have a plan ending because I didn't know what was going to happen. I would run into, I would come into a town, and I would meet veterans, and I'd end up staying in town for three days. Mm. You know, sit have beer with these guys and cry with them and talk to them, and and it was just it was healing for them. It was healing for me. You know, they were helping me as much as I was helping them. And it taught me there's way more good people in this nation than than the media lets lets on. There's so many good people. I met way more good people than bad people. Even when the police stopped me, you know, I had some funny, a lot of funny things. You know, like um, in the, I was coming over the Sierras, very cold. It was like seven yeah. degrees. It was brutal cold. And somebody had called. You know, there's you know pretty well to do folks out there. And somebody had called the police and said there was a homeless man pushing a grocery cart up a mountain. You know, so, <laughs> so, so I had some law enforcement folks show up and, you know, and I knew because they got on radio, like, no, no, it's, 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 it's a, it's a, it's a veteran. I had signs on my cart and everything announcing it. And turns out one of those police officers went to SWAT school with one of my soldiers. Oh, wow. What a small world. Yeah, that is yeah. crazy. That's, that's the situation you want to yeah. have. Like when you, when the police show up. Right. You wanted to go like, hey. That guy knows my buddy Jer. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm getting away with whatever and I want. Not only that, they you know? told me where water points were. They're like, hey, oh, yeah. there's, a, there's a natural spring that comes out of the mountain over here. I was like, awesome, you know, because, you know, fill up my water bottles, my water bladder. It was it, great. Until you said it, I. I had pictured everything I had pictured in my head was um, like walking across the plains. You know, it oh, was flat brutal. and long and like Summer. that. And then I, I didn't even I didn't even picture you know going through the rockies How, yeah yeah you know the like I, I, yeah like okay so nevada so i started here yeah but in order if i were to go straight east i would be short of three thousand miles so i had to move west and oh, yeah. a lot of people don't know reno nevada is actually west of la it is so i actually went to lake tahoe and yeah. then went you know then went oh east. Wow. wow yeah and so you were you would covered a lot of elevation change oh gosh and i wanted the challenge a lot of people don't notice and i didn't know this but Nevada has more mountain ranges than any other state in the nation. It was I went up and down seventeen times. Wow! It was just constant, constant. And I was like, okay, I'm training myself for the Rockies, but nothing, nothing prepared me for the Rockies. I was mean, that, that the roughest part that of the whole trip? That was rough. And we, we, it was still snow on the ground in late June, mm. but it was eleven thousand three hundred twelve feet. That was my yeah. highest point. Wow! And I mean, I was sucking wind. Like I was like, I can't even breathe. You know, and I saw that they sell bottles of oxygen down there. I'm like, oh, I'm good. I've been doing this for months. But walking up, after five miles, I was like, I'm camping on the side of the road, on the side of the Rockies. Another five. I was like, wow, finally make it to the top. You know, wow. (laughs) That was brutal. But then the plains. You know, it was always these challenges. It was so cold up there, but then you hit the plains. It's June, July. You know, it's hot. Yeah. The hottest day of my walk was actually in Colorado. Wow. In Lamar. Like, it's in the plains. It's flat, but it was like 117 degrees. It was Ooh. ridiculous. And it's like, okay, now, new challenges. How do I keep my water cold? Because the sun's, you know, it's the hottest in the afternoon, but the sun's on my back, but yeah. it's hitting my water. So I got one of those windshield screens, you know, for your windshield, put it around my water bladder. I had a five-gallon water With bladder. the reflective. And then um, Sonic. They sell crushed ice. Oh, yeah. Ice, regular ice cubes wouldn't fit in there, but crushed ice would, so I'd pack it with crushed ice. You know, whatever I could to keep water and food and everything. It was it was a challenge. I just had to kind of learn as I go. And you didn't have any, you know, you didn't have a chase vehicle. None of that. Or, no, uh, <laughs> I had no support vehicle. Okay. None of that. Wow. I had contacts that I could reach out to, but 
I mean, I didn't see anybody I even knew, like a familiar face until Colorado. Wow. You know, when I ran into a Freedom Sings USA, they were doing their first ever retreat in Colorado. Hunter Girl, who was just on American Idol, she was there, and all these folks were there, and I got to meet all these folks. Hung out with them and helped support them for about a week, and then off I went again down the road. And um, it was amazing. You know, I met so many amazing people. As far as the organization goes, how long has it been around? Lee. The organization started in 2015. Okay. Yeah. So. And who founded it? Bobby Allison Standifer founded it, co-founded it with Don Goodman and Steve Dean. Okay. Uh, They do females uh, retreats. So like for female soldiers, they also do children's retreats. So children who lost their parents. Um, it, it, uh, military mother or father mm-hmm. um, so it's very broad and the style of music is even broad I and mean, we've done rap songs we've done rock country bluegrass it's whatever the veteran wants so the process the way it went for me was you know they, they the songwriter you know I went, I went to Nashville, and I'm like, I'm, I'm a, I love history, and I also love music. But when, they put, when they're put together, I become like an instant nerd. So I know I'm like, we're going to the Quonset Hut. It's the very first. It's Owen Bradley's recording studio, the first ever recording studio on Music Row. Patsy Klein recorded in there. Bob Dylan recorded in wow. there. I mean, you're talking, uh, uh, gosh, Buddy Holly. There's so many folks that have recorded in the studio. And so... I'm in there, and they're like, and it's huge, and they're like, yeah, this is where Patsy Klein recorded Crazy. There's, I mean, they're just pointing things out, and I'm just like, whoa. We have breakfast, and there's only five of us. It's very intimate. There's five veterans and five songwriters that they have already pre, you know, set up. And so I get paired with a songwriter, and then we go into a writing room. That's how they do it pretty much in Nashville. You know, and in Nashville, the songwriters, they, they make up, you know, they, they kind of do stories and make up stories and hope somebody records it and becomes a big hit. Mm-hmm. But then when they sit with a veteran, like, it's it's real. It's real stuff, you know. And I'll, so I'm now next thing I know, I'm in a writing room. Like, we're, I know, REO Speedwagon came in that day. It was bizarre. That's awesome. And so I'm sitting there like, whoa. And my songwriter, who was Chuck Jones, he goes, so tell me a little bit about, about Bo. I said, ah, he's just some skinny redheaded kid from, you know, South Carolina. He goes, that's the first line. Let's go from there. And so we spent the, you know, we spent the morning writing. We had lunch. We came back, and then we finished it up. And then at the end, all of the veterans from the different writing rooms, we all got together and we did a showcase and we performed the songs. It's very emotional, you know. It's just us in that room, and each veteran would go up with his songwriter. The veteran would tell the story, and then the songwriter would sing it, you know. And if the veteran wanted to sing it, he could sing it too. We have veterans that sing their own songs. I mean, it's bizarre. World War II veterans, wow. all the way to the current conflicts. So, I mean, what, seven, 800 songs they've done so far? More yeah, that was my next question. Yeah. I have a couple volumes. Oh, you know, how many goodness. volumes uh, are, are there? Gosh, we're working on volume six right now, I believe. Mm-hmm. Volume five, yeah. My song's six. on volume four. Yeah, volume six mm-hmm. we're working on right now. And not only that, then you have the other ones, like the specialty ones, like... Uh, the, the um, special forces class. Now. The special forces one. The uh, Little Rock, Arkansas. They do their own. Uh, Colorado does their own. So they're kind of branching out, <clears throat> mm. yeah. you know, and doing all these other. Yeah, I'm trying to get one started in uh, Alabama, yeah. you know, like a like a kind of an offshoot. Yeah. We have an all female class now. An all female class. Yeah. And so they Absolutely. do their own albums, and then so it's growing. It's it's growing. It's growing Quickly. huge. Yeah. And so. Uh, the veterans guaranteed their song, so after the song is written, then they take them to Nashville, and that's where kind of the money comes into play. You know, they get professionally recorded, engineered. I mean, top-notch musicians and engineers, 
and they record them and they put them on an album. And then that album is, you know, given to the soldier or to the veteran. Yeah. So you guys are you have a big event at the Swallows yes. this coming Saturday. Yes, sir. We're looking forward to Who's it. Who's all performing? Oh, Obviously my James What's Kelly. James Kelly, the one and only. <laughs> they couldn't find anybody better. Steve Dean. I mean Steve Dean's written like nine number one hits. Um, amazing. Um, and he, he's he's a really good I mean, he's obviously a talented songwriter, but he's also a good singer. He's a he's got a really good soul. He loves veterans. I mean he followed my walk and just uh, he stayed in touch with me the whole time. Amazing person. He really does care. Don Good, no, no, Don Goodman's not coming this time. Uh, Billy Crane, Billy Crane, a legend in his own right. I mean, the guys played with the Rolling Stones, the Outlaws. I mean, this guy, if you, uh, this guy's amazing, and uh, I, I love him, man. He's he's just an amazing man. Uh, who else is coming? Uh, Jesse Black. Jesse Black is coming. He's talented. Amazing, amazing person. And so, so it's top notch people. It's going all day, basically. Basically, yes. Yeah, to say, how is how does the situation work? Are there tickets, or is it you pay at the door, or is there a, a donation? Uh, what's the what's so, the lay of the land for how the event's yeah, going to roll? Do you know how that's kind of yeah? Happening, well, we, James? we got you know uh, raffles. We're raffling so the off raffles, a bunch of stuff. I know. I, I brought a poster from Charlie Daniels. Is there an entrance fee to get in? You know, I don't. I don't think we're going to do that. We. Maybe when Steve Dean is performing, we might do that. But we kind of want to keep it free to people just come in and just donate mm-hmm. from their hearts. And yeah. At yeah, and the that, Swallows, you know how it is. Yeah. People there and just it helps are get so the word out. Yeah, it helps get the word out. You know, we, we ask them to help out the veterans. Right. and they're, We'll have they're merchandise. We'll have merchandise there available for, for folks, you know, to donate, you know, to purchase T-shirts and CDs and stuff like that. Um, it's yeah, I mean, definitely uh, a worthwhile organization um, the show sounds like it's going to be absolutely amazing. Yeah, we're so um, looking forward so to it. So if you are local and you have the opportunity this Saturday to get down there, like I said, when do you guys kick it off? It's basically all day, right? Yeah, so we're going essentially 6, or sorry, 2 in the afternoon until 1 in the morning. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, we're going to do the, the afternoon at Swallows is usually like classic rock, dance music and stuff. So we got uh, a saxophone guy uh playing that day and he's a veteran he's, oh that's right yeah mm-hmm. fernando uh, yes. guadarama he's, yes. he's part of freedom sings that's right he's a vietnam vet he's a that's great amazing. singer I'm, I'm so glad he's coming <laughs> he's a great singer he's a great saxophone player so you know and you know my band we we don't just play country we play oh yeah all kinds of you music. guys are eclectic, so man. i was like yeah i was like you got to come out and play your sax man sing some <laughs> yeah. songs with us so we're gonna do some Stuff with him, and uh, we got Billy Crane, who's going to be part of that. Because Billy Crane, at heart, he's a rocker. He loves oh, to rock yeah. out, you know. He's southern rock to the core. So, yeah, the afternoon's going to be kind of dedicated to, like, just just rocking out, dance music. And then Steve Dean is actually going to do... And we got uh, a, another friend of mine, uh, Elijah Cole Allen from Georgia. He's a Marine. He's going to do a little acoustic, mm-hmm. little opener for Steve Dean. And Steve Dean yeah. is gonna be—he's gonna go from like eight to eight to nine, and he's gonna do his deal. And yeah, we're hopefully we're gonna be able to back him up on at least you know hopefully all of his songs he's gonna do, but he's gonna do at least three or four of his number one hits that he's written. Oh yeah. And I, you know, I would like to actually do one of these here once I'm done talking about yeah. what we're doing on Swallows some veteran songs. And I, mm-hmm. I, this, this is one of the they call this song uh, not to steer away from what I'm talking about yeah. on Swallows, but this one song is named one of the 100 top country songs of all time mm. for you know popularity whatever oh, yeah. reason it is but anyway yeah and so steve dean is going to go from eight to nine 
and then we're going to go from nine to one, and everybody is going to be just part of that. Kind of free for all. We're just yeah. going to have some fun and oh yeah, just rock out. Yeah, I want to say something real quick. Um, so, I appreciate everybody that's coming to the event, and the support that you give is going to, to help a veteran uh, do something that they don't know that they can do or know that they want to do. Amen. Mm-hmm. When a veteran comes home. He doesn't say anything. Everything's internalized and whatever. The music and the writing process gives the veteran an opportunity to to have a voice for the first time. And, yeah, to feel heard. And to feel heard. And um, this is the point in time where they get that opportunity. And then they look at the music that they've written. Because it's their words. Yeah. It's, it's they're the canvas. That's, and, that's a good point, Lee, because, you know, I spent a whole career, 20 years, where I had, my job was to destroy things, hmm. and now I finally got to create something, you know, mm-hmm. instead of destroy something. Wow, it, that's it was It was profound. Yeah. You know, it changed my life, literally. Dude, yeah. that little piece of music changed everything. I wouldn't be here without it. Yeah. I guarantee you I wouldn't oh, yeah. be here without it. And so um, it's like shining a light into a dark spot. You, you know, while we're on the topic and you're and you're talking, how long have you been involved with Freedom Sings? Since pretty much. The he's beginnings. the original. He's the original guy since the very beginning. Okay, so um, and are you? Do you have a? Are you a, a vet? I am a vet, and I'm a musician, and so we're. He's in the Freedom Sings band, so we he created a Freedom Sings band. <laughs> nice. He, so are you? He does the per- drumming. Are you? Are you going to perform on Saturday? I have no idea. Yes, they're going to get you up there. I can already tell. Yes, yeah. he is. Is you play the drums? Yes, sir. Oh, uh, very cool. Well, yeah, you're he, welcome to sit down. He, he's he's like he's a he's a trained Latin drummer. Oh, like, very cool. Yeah. Well, I don't know about trained, but yeah, yeah, I am a <laughs> I am a trained percussionist. Yeah, very cool. You know, he's he's. He's pretty bad to the bone. <laughs> I've played with him a couple times. Yeah, <laughs> we played at, uh, it was funny, just to, a short story, but we played at Chattanooga University. We did a little veterans thing there mm. in, uh, I think it was 2019. Mm. And he played the cajon. So it was Al Jarvis. <laughs> we were playing acoustic, and uh, he brought the cajon. I had never heard him play the cajon before, right? <laughs> <laughs> and it was so awesome, so pleasantly surprised. His hands move very fast, just just to put it put it plainly. <laughs> they say the drummer's the smartest guy in the band. I, I don't know. I've heard that. I don't know if that's true, but I've heard that. <laughs> he keeps us all on count, so he's good with numbers. We'll give him that. <laughs> At least that much, right? Yeah, man. Yeah, you got to trust him. The money guy, you know, you got to. He can be shady, especially yeah. in. You know, organizations like this. So the fact that you guys have this kind of family that mm-hmm. you guys have developed um, and that there's a lot of trust there that yes. you guys have placed in one another, uh, that makes this whole organization feel that yeah. much like more. Like our, our money guy, he's a veteran. He's a you know, Al, Vietnam yeah. vet, you know. Like and we're all friends, you know, and we uh, – yeah, it's a very it's a very tight knit group. It's solemn. It is. We solemn. call it the family around the table. Yeah, I mean yeah. that's why to even call it an organization it doesn't even feel right because right. it's so much more than that. It does feel like yeah, a y'all family. forget it is, it and is you almost forget very, like wait a minute, you know, it's a, there's a business a too. Yeah. And we haven't had this camaraderie since we came home. Yeah, we lost it. This mm-hmm. is the first time we get to have it. Fans, my battle buddy at home. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we call each other all the time. With about things that don't even relate to Freedom Sings. Yeah. You know, if he's feeling down, he gives me a call. 
So we were each other's therapy. You know, yeah. we lift each other up. It's that way. For and had it not been for his organization, I wouldn't even know him. Yeah. And, and so yeah, we're constantly. And the crazy thing is, is you'll have, you'll have World War II people who we're working with right now because they're going away mm-hmm. quickly. But you'll have Korean and Vietnam and everybody since then, and whether it's, it's different wars, same story, yeah. same trauma, same whatever, and and you can have a Korean War brother sister call a younger person, and vice versa. It doesn't matter. We've got each other six, and so that's cool. I mean, yeah. it's yeah. the um, it crosses generations. It's the music and the opportunity to, to tell your stories that kind of brought everybody together. But it's the camaraderie and the relationships mm-hmm. that really make this a thing. Yes. It's yes. so much more than an organization. It's yes. unique. Yeah. And that's Very what unique. I think the saving grace is here. Mm-hmm. And that's the, the healing part. You know, the music and, and being able to tell your story and create, that's profound. Right. Yeah. But these relationships and having each other six, like you say, right. and that safety net that you guys have created mm-hmm. there, that in many ways is the most important part of this whole thing. Absolutely. And that's it's very, very cool. It is. And, you know, none of us are about ourselves. You know, it's about the group as a whole. You know, so it's a, it's a very unique because, like you said, you come home mm-hmm. after you know being starting. Many guys at eighteen years old, yeah. they, they leave mm-hmm. home their yep. entire adult life. That's yep. all they know, and then they're discharged. That's got to be a very lonely feeling. Yeah, it's, it's where do I go? What do I right. do? Who do I, who are you my really feel lost. I mean, I felt lost instantly. It's like yeah. now what? Now what do I do? Yeah, when you're eighteen, you know? the world is huge. When you yeah, come the, home, you're looking tiny. forward to it. And mm-hmm. I was, I was like, ah. And I didn't plan on making an army career. Just. You know, I went in, I was like, oh, I'll go in for three years, come home, go to college, you know, like, and plan it. But I went in, I loved it, and I was like, ah, oh, I love this. And I just kept going until the Army said, okay, you have, you know, 20 years, you're done, you know, yeah. it's time to go home, you know. Young guys are coming in, and now it's okay, now what, you know, now what? The you Army know? needed you, Van, because you're a special <laughs> person, buddy. Man, you know what, I don't regret doing it, but, it, you know, at one point, I'm like, it's time to start a new chapter, you know, retired, but then, you know, it's like, whoa. So well, this yeah. seems like a good fit. Yeah, it's a good it fit. Is. I love it. I love everybody involved in this organization. Yeah. I just I love them to death. And I'm 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 well yeah. I just can't even express how much I love these guys. Yeah. They're so much important to me. It's awesome. But you, guys you know, are, meeting um, James, I mean, we meet all these folks and like mm. James, he he donates so much of his time and mm. An effort. I mean, golly. Yeah, I'm, honored, I'm honored to donate. It's my time. such it's... a blessing, you know. And he plays good too. Yeah, and like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, he, he plays okay. Yeah. <laughs> that being said, what do you think? You got you wanna you wanna pick us a song over there, James? Yeah, yeah, I was thinking about. Uh, or, you guys were noodling that Steve Dean song when, before I hit record. Uh, watching you, do you mind doing that one? Yeah, Ooh. absolutely. That's a good one. Let's hear oh, that oh, one. Oh. <laughs> All right, let's do this, Art. You got kids. Good song. One, two, one, two, three, four. Driving through town, just my boy and me, with a happy meal in his booster seat. Knowing that he couldn't have his toy till his nuggets were gone. A green traffic light turned straight to red. I hit my brakes and mumbled under my breath. The fries went a flying and his orange drink covered his lap. 
Them a four-year-old said a four-letter word Started with S and I was concerned And I said, son, where'd you learn Talk like that Said I've been watching you, dad ain't that cool I'm your buckaroo, I wanna be like you Need all my food, grow as tall as you are Cowboy boots and camo pants Hey, we're just alike Hey, ain't we, Dad? Wanna do everything you do Cause I've been watching you When we got back home Went to the barn Bowed my head and I prayed real hard Said, Lord, please help me help my stupid self This out of bedtime later that night Turning on my son's Scooby-Doo night light Crawled out of bed and he got down on his knees Closed his little eyes, folded his little hands Spoke to God like he was talking to a friend And I said, son, where'd you learn? Pray like that Said I've been watching you, dad ain't that cool I'm your buckaroo, I wanna be like you Need all my food, grow as tall as you are watching you Tears in my eyes I wrapped them in a hook Said my little bear is growing up He said when I'm big Still know what to do I've been watching you Dad ain't that cool I'm your buckaroo I wanna be like you Need all my food tall as you are Then I'll be some Superman Be just like Hey, won't we, Dad? And I can do Everything you do Cause I've been watching you Something like that. That's <laughs> oh, a little kind of, kind of a little kind of a tearjerker. <laughs> that song was number one song of the decade. Yeah. Oh yeah, it was Man. 2007. It's so funny. I remember numbers. Yeah. 2007. It was I think it was the most played song on the radio in 2007. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah, that song too. Yeah, Steve's yeah. a hell of a writer, man. He's man. been writing songs since the 70s. Conway Twitty. Conway Twitty, That's right. George Strait, Reba McIntyre, really? Oak Ridge Boys. Alabama. Jeez. Alabama. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Man, golly. That's amazing. Yeah. Very impressive. Well, that was a great rendition. That's a good song, man. I got a little, I got a little buckaroo of my own. If you, ha- you see, if you got a little, you got a little boy, man. I mean, I remember hearing that song. My son was that age. I, I didn't even know who, who Steve Dean was. That song was ripping on the radio, man. I'm, 
I'm stationed somewhere in Kansas somewhere, you know, and that, that song was on all the time. And it yeah, was like, man, yeah, you, you know, got a it's kid. Funny, when I first heard that song, <laughs> I didn't have kids. I wasn't married. I was nah. single. And I go, God, this song is so cheesy. <laughs> I'm like, this is terrible. <laughs> and then I had a four-year-old, and I'm listening to it again. I'm like, I'm crying listening yeah, to it. No this kid, song man. is so wonderful. My son was literally four when that song was out. So was, <laughs> yeah, man, punch in the gut. <laughs> Definitely. Well, you know, I mean, let's keep the party going. You got, you got another one for us? Yeah, I think we got uh, a song here written by somebody in this room. This guy. Wow, I can't believe you. Did you go <laughs> no, through my not notebook? This guy. You're we're right. not, we're not You're doing, doing a lot of writing lately. We're not doing any of this guy's songs. <laughs> yeah, I don't think we can do Ryan's songs. Oh. They're not radio friendly. <laughs> oh, you don't mean Ryan's songs. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Someone got into my no, uh, would, notebook You know there. what? I've, we've been talking on this, and I, I played this song a while back on the podcast, but... This is the song that Van wrote about his buddy Bo oh, who man. passed away in Afghanistan. And if it's all right with you, Van, I'd oh love man, to I'd be honored. Sing man. this that, song about. <laughs> I'd be honored. That's your amazing. buddy Bo, and yeah. I wish I could have met him because he was a ginger like me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> goofy, goofy, funny kid, man. Yeah, but him. you know what? It's the thing that I always that always comes to mind with me with Freedom Sings in any organization that. You know, writes songs with veterans, share, you know, like writes their story and puts it out there. It's, these stories are so important. Like, without this, you're never, you, you may be going to sit around a campfire and maybe hear them. Yeah. You're probably not because the veterans yeah. don't want to. It's I don't want to put us. this it's, stuff out. It's too painful. It's our job to keep their memories alive because who, you know, who else, you know, but the guys that knew them. Amen. I mean, Bo, I mean, 24 years old, right? He already lived a full life that most people, you know, it takes him a lifetime. Married, divorced, had two kids. It was on his third deployment. You know, he'd already been to Iraq. I served in Iraq with him. He's in Afghanistan. He gets killed. I mean, at the age of 24, you know, he'd done all that already. I mean, that's, I mean, golly, most people don't accomplish a lot of that stuff their whole life. You know, so he was, um, I'm glad. I, I always say I feel honored that I got to know him, you know, that I knew him. I got to train him. You know, I had a lot of guilt for a lot of years that it was there something I could have done to train him better. It was just one of those things, you know. He, you know, he got hit and it was it, you know. And I actually lost three guys that same week. Three of those guys I served in Iraq with, you know. But his hit, his hit the hardest definitely. Overall, my 20 years, I knew about 15 guys, you know, that were lost. But Bo's definitely hit the hardest, you know, because I mean, we shared a lot. I mean. His wife, my wife, we babysat each other's kids. He was my neighbor, you know, so we were pretty close, you know. And I remember, you know, the last last thing, you know, we messenger. I was getting ready to go to Korea. He was getting ready to come back, and our time was supposed to overlap. So we knew we had about a month to spend with each other before I took off to Korea. You know, and the last thing I told him was, keep yourself safe over there, you know. And then, boom, he, he was gone, you know. It just it was so fast. So, but, um, man, doing that song, <laughs> You know, getting it to his family, his little kids, you know, down in Florida, Delilah, you know, and then, and uh, that I just, I want them to know that their dad, you know, was amazing. You know, to see that his, you know, his congressman mentioned him on, you know, in, at Congress and, um, and that people are remembering him, um, it warms my heart. And every time I hear his name, it makes me smile a little bit, you know, because that's somebody that's remembering him. You doing the song, man, just... 
Wow. <laughs> All these years <laughs> later, you know, 2012, I mean, this is this year will be the 10th anniversary, November 16th of 2012. And every every year since that song was written, I once a year I go up and no matter what, what I go up and visit his gravesite, you know. I go up there and spend a few hours with him. I drive hours and hours to get up there through the night, spend the day, and drive home that day. I do it every single year. Uh, but this music keeps his memory alive. There's something about music, man. And so thank you. Thank you, James, for that. This is, a, this is a gift. I'm going to try man. to get through without crying yeah. like I usually do. <laughs> <laughs> You're better than me, man. Oh, all right. <laughs> Skinny red-headed kid from South Carolina Pack a dip in his lip and cherries in his moonshine he Grew up quick on our second trip to Iraq Phony as hell when the day was done Dead serious when he got behind that machine gun We were just like brothers Always had each other's back Every day I tell him don't forget Son, don't you dare get hit when you draw fire, run fast. Never know which days you last. Keep your powder dry, that ginger fool head low. Stay strong, stay true. Don't forget your infantry blue. He was one of the bravest boys I'll ever know. My brother Bo. When we got back home, we were best of friends. Wasn't long before we both re-upped again. I was reassigned, but was Afghanistan bound. He was moving up, putting rag on his sleeve. We were gonna get together on his next leave. Next time I saw a boat, was when they laid him in the ground. Months left, he was KIA. That the last thing they heard him say was, When you draw fire, run fast, never know which days you last. Keep the powder dry, that redneck fool head low. Stay strong, stay true. Don't forget your infantry blue. He was one of the bravest boys you'll never know. My brother Bo My 
That's a, what an that's honor. emotional too. Obviously, I can I can tell it affects you, James, when you yeah. perform it. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's a hard one. That's a yeah. Um, the day we wrote that, it was um, September 9th of 2012. It was um, just two months shy of the fifth anniversary of him getting killed, and um, it was a bizarre day. Like I said, you know, Ario Speedwagon come through, and we're trying to write. They just wanted a private tour of the studio because it's that historic. And uh, two country music greats had passed away that day. You know, um, uh, one, one of them passed away in a helicopter accident, freak accident. Uh, Don Williams passed away that day. So all the buzz was going around the studio, and uh, it was just a surreal day. And we uh, we pushed through it. But when we did that showcase um, and and we did that song, um, I mean, it was there was – there was a lot of a lot of crying, a lot of hugging, and um, I mean, there was a father there who went before me. I remember him, and his son had committed suicide, you know, and um, he was singing about. I mean, basically, his song was about his son, how he remembers his son wearing a Superman cape and all that. And it was just, uh, it was a. I've never experienced anything like that in my life. It was very, uh, very emotional and, and healing. And all those folks, we got to be friends, and and. Uh, that getting that song to his family though that meant that meant everything and now it's now you're playing it you know all these years later it's it's keeping his memory alive and that's a huge honor to me so thank you so much <laughs> every time i hear it man and hear it live is you know every now and then i throw the cd in you know and listen you know but, that was uh, pretty cool when we played at chattanooga university and- yeah i was on my walk and i remember and i think somebody took a video of it i was it was during my walk and i remember seeing that it was right before i got there yeah so we played at chattanooga university freedom sings did a little uh presentation of what they do there and al al and i got to tennessee and we we, you know i was i thought okay i'm gonna do the the usual saturday thing and i'm just stoked to be playing music in tennessee (laughs) california hillbilly like going to tennessee i was like I was happy as a, as a clam, and you know, and uh, I get there, and then Al and I stay up till like four thirty in the morning, and, mm. and then he goes, "Oh, by the way, you're playing at Chattanooga University tomorrow at noon." <laughs> what? And I'm like, "Oh no!" But at the same time, I was totally excited. I'm like, "Oh yeah, okay, cool." And we had to hike way in. It was this big ordeal, right? <laughs> I was just happy the whole time, right? And and we did that acoustic thing. Wow. Lee was on percussion, and Al oh, was playing. Yeah rhythm guitar and I was playing guitar and and uh and in you know and there was a lot of people there but it didn't seem like much people you know many people were playing paying attention to yeah. us right and but you never look at the I, empty seat yeah you, you know what and I and I I didn't let it bother me you know I thought about it yeah then as soon as we were done we had all these people coming up and going thank you for oh man you know supporting the veterans and we love you and we That's appreciate amazing. what you did and you know and this and then, you know, I'm like, wow, people were listening. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, you never know who's listening. You and never then, know. And then, you know, mm. the cherry on top, Al sends me a video, and we're mm. on the news. Oh, my God. We're on the news, and I see, I hear, Al goes, look, you're on the Channel 3 News in Chattanooga. <laughs> He goes, you know, he goes, we're on the news. He goes, check it out, right? And we're singing your song, yeah, wow. Bo. Gosh. I can hear it in the background of the it. news clip. Wow. My brother Bo were performing it. And I'm like, you never know who's watching. I didn't never even know, know we were watching. being videoed, and the news videoed yeah. it. 
You never, never know. Everybody was there videoing. You notice in the lines of the song, you know, it says you'll never, you know, best friend, you'll never know, and then oh, that you'll yeah, that, ever know. That's and, something you know, I pay it attention kinda transitions, to. Yes. Yeah, it transitions to. Yeah. You'll, you'll never know who he was, but and then you'll you'll know who he was. Yeah. Of the song. You know, that's something in the song that I think <laughs> I caught on to real yeah. quick. He, yeah, he, one of the bravest boys. You'll never I, know. I've ever known, and, you'll, and yeah. you'll never know. Right. Yeah, that's a very important. Part I mean, of that I song. brought him up. I mean, I remember we went to Iraq together, and he was just this goofy kid, you know. And um, but it was really neat because you know I went to his NCO graduation when he became a sergeant. I, you know, he was a specialist and a corporal and a sergeant. Now he's doing my job. I've moved on, and now he's doing it. You know, so you've hope you passed along whatever skills that you're supposed to pass on, and then, but it's it was neat watching him. In his element, Pat, you know, doing his thing, you know, so it's kind of the cycle of the whole thing, cycle of the army, cycle of life, you know. And the great but, thing is, is now we all know Bo. Yeah, I mean, to share that with everybody, that's just amazing. Uh, it means everything. Yeah, that is cool. I mean, thank you guys so much for letting, I mean, golly, for this platform to get that song out, you know. Absolutely. Um, we are so happy to have you guys here, and the fact that you guys. We're willing to, you know, <laughs> buckle down and put the energy together <laughs> to show up tonight after such a long trip. It's it's awesome. Oh yeah. Um, oh yeah. It shows that you guys are are willing to go that extra mile, literally, yeah, to, to spread the word, and um, yeah. and that the passion is there, and that that it's worthwhile for you guys to do that. Um, our listenership will appreciate that. Oh yeah. Um, this is uh, this is a, a story worth telling, and this this is an organization we're sharing about. And so we're, we're happy to be able to yeah. do that on to whatever degree our platform allows us to share. Absolutely. And, and we um, welcome everybody to Swallows on Saturday. Absolutely. We're, we're going to have a good old time. It ain't all sappy and sad, you know. We have a good time, you know. We we laugh. We have fun. And Absolutely. It, anybody that great. knows anything about the Swallows knows that it, Oh, know, my gosh. The ultimate dive bar. Yeah. Gosh, I love that place. <laughs> it's He's a, never you, seen it yet. Oh, you're okay. in for a good time. You're I mean, a hisser. <laughs> you laugh. You cry. You, okay. <laughs> all of I've seen honky tonks like i was stationed in texas for three years right that's like live music live music right i get the swallows it's, I will, the first time you know is like i've never seen a place where he's on stage there's so many people dance, there's people dancing down the sidewalks on the side there's people on the sidewalks dancing i've never seen that in my life yeah people are poured outside and we're dancing outside I was like, wow. <laughs> the James Kelly band has quite the draw. That's yeah. for sure. Yeah. It's yeah. the beard. Yeah. It's the beard. beard. Here we go. You know, I cut mine Back off. to the beard. <laughs> I mean, but that's cool. You know, to, to that point, if you haven't seen, I mean, I, I post pictures of James when when, uh, when I share the podcast. and He's a big guy. He's a bearded guy. He's got um, a big heart. He's got a big heart, though. Huge. And that's that's and my point. Belly. You know, he's <laughs> sitting here and he's clearly touched, you know, emotionally by these songs oh, and the yeah, stories absolutely. that he's telling. And that's cool. That says a lot yeah. about you, James, that you're not afraid to, you know, share that emotion with us and that that's real, that you wear that right on your sleeve. It's right there. That's yeah, I broke very that. cool, The first man. time I heard him do that song, I, I, I lost it. Cause, <laughs> I mean, I was just totally taken aback. I didn't think I'd ever hear that song live again, you know. Mm. We do the song and, you know, and the songwriters, you know, they have the careers and stuff, but you don't get to hear it live a lot, you know. And so, you know, and that had been years ago since that song was done. So You, you know, the wonderful thing is, is, is when I first met you, the first five minutes I talked to you, Van, I, I knew I'd be friends with you mm. for life. And, and, you know, I was so happy that I got to know you before, excuse me, before I heard that song. <laughs> yeah. Because when you sent the song to me on SoundCloud, 
I, yeah. I literally broke down listening to it. Like, <laughs> yeah, crying right now. But I know, man. Like, it, it was just so like it was just the story was just I I, I like like I lived the story. Listen to it. You know, my dad was a vet. I, yeah, I was so honored. I got to meet his life, dad. You know. You know? That's cool. And, uh, you know, Van got to meet my dad briefly before he passed away. He literally yeah. passed away like a month after yeah. he took off and right. the walk. Yeah. But, yeah, like when you sent me that song and the first time I listened to it, God, when I was I was learning to play that song, you know, learning the words, like I could not get through the song without tears coming out of my eyes. Like, because the song is so real and so from the heart. And that's the wonderful thing, Back to Freedom Sings USA. All these songs are from mm-hmm. that place. Yeah, yeah. See, music is powerful, man. Music is powerful. Um, everybody, Don says it. You know, I love how he says it. You know, everybody has that. Everybody has a song that takes you back to that time, that place, that girl, that boy, that moment in life. You know, you have that song, and it takes you back there. And that's what music does. And music is healing, man. It, mm-hmm. it is. I never knew. You know, I've, I've always been a fan of music, but I never ever could imagine that this you know would would you know would come to fruition like it did it's absolutely, it's absolutely amazing. amazing don't miss out on the opportunity to come saturday if you're local check it out if you're not local check out freedom sings usa.com dot org freedom sings usa.org or drive out 2444 miles like we did <laughs> yeah get in your car and drive and show some commitment level sack up a little bit uh, uh, yeah, up, man. <laughs> but you can definitely go online and find out more about it right learn learn about what's going on donate find out about um uh are you guys gonna do one in chattanooga also this year or is this the- yeah, well, veterans day probably yeah we usually um we usually do veterans day and memorial day okay yeah, we'll do that weekend. I believe uh, Al and I have been talking about it. Uh, so I believe it's the 12th. I'm so sure we're covering both okay. coasts, kids. November you have 12th. no excuse. If you can't make it to the Swallows, right. you can make it to Chattanooga for Yeah, so we got the Veterans East Coast Day. and West Coast covered. Covering yeah, all you your know bases. What? And for you out there listening, Chattanooga is the fastest growing city in the United oh, yeah. States. There's it's like a cool a, little mountain 150 town. breweries in that town. <laughs> yeah, Beautiful. Tires were created there. They got the tire factory where they make tires. So we got there, a surprise right? for one of the do- one of the big donors here. You know, we 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 got something we're gonna oh, we're cool. gonna, we're yeah. gonna hook them up with. That's, that's right all Chattanooga that. based. You know, like all things made from Chattanooga kind of thing. Shh. I'm not gonna spoil it. <laughs> hey, you know what? Yeah, they won't be able to guess what it is. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, it's very cool. Once again, we're stoked. Thank you guys again for being here, Van and Thank Lee. Thank you so Thank much. You guys. Thank you. Art and James, it's always awesome to have you guys. You guys are super talented. Thank you. I'm a big fan. Call me a groupie. <laughs> wow. You mind playing us out? Let's do yes, one more sir. song if you got yeah. it in you. And let's, let's dedicate a song to the boys for driving 2,488 <laughs> miles. Cheers. Hey, that being said, I'm driving my life uh, away. <laughs> I'm, looking at a, I'm looking at a jar of uh, some Tennessee uh, oh, yes, white sir. lightning right hey, here. Hey, good it's got grocery. Some fine yes, good grocery right there. Those beads disappear fast. Yeah, that's you good stuff. stuff. So, yeah. just to translate what Van was saying there about good grocery. That just means it's good stuff. We got That's some moonshine right. here. Straight, <laughs> uh, Van brought us something from his, from uh, the family e- recipe. Yes, <laughs> and we really appreciate. It. Yes, think sir. This is clocking in hundred and one hundred twenty eight proof. So that'll so, do. So, so, that'll so, do. So here's a story. So me and Bo were in one two eight infantry. So 
128. So that's kind of oh, not yeah, our that's family. good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> good that's grocery. good stuff. That's yeah. for communion purposes. Only. Yes, <laughs> communion. Medicinal. <laughs> 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 All right. Let her go, boys. One, two, one, two, three, four. Lord, I was born a rambling man Trying to make a living and doing the best I can When it's time for leaving, hope you'll understand I was born a rambling man Well, my father was a gambler down in Georgia
Thank you very, very much. <laughs> That's going to do it. Thank you very much for joining us. As always, we really, really appreciate it. And we look forward to seeing you right here next week on the Jeremy Webisodes podcast. <laughs>